0: today on the dinosaur rewind we're talking dynasty trades to make right now and more all that starting now
1: you are now listening to the dynasty rewind
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Darius Ride. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, we got Nate, the professor. Christian Nate, what is up?
2: Hey, Mike. Football Mike. is almost back. It's kind of back. It's almost back. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the lights went out, and I was like, I don't know if I really feel like sitting through this delay to watch the fourth quarter of the <laughs> Hall of Fame game. Yeah, But football's back
0: is back is back and so is my other co-host we got and nuni chev what is up my man
1: yeah the boys are back i mean it feels like every other week one of us is missing but the good news is we're all back tonight and we're all going to be in person in less than a week now you know i didn't get taylor swift tickets today that's tough but this is a good consolation prize get to see the boys get to hang out get to talk some football, and, you know, get some pictures. Get some pictures that let my wife know, hey, I actually have friends. It's pretty nice. (laughs) Nice.
0: So, listen, today's – this release is Friday and starting tomorrow, Canton Fantasy Football Expo, Canton, Ohio. Um, I believe online ticket sales end on Friday. Um, You can still buy tickets at the door, to the best of my knowledge. 20 bucks to get in, general admission. Um, Come check us out. And, hey, if you can't make it, completely understood, it's expensive to travel right now. Well, everything's expensive right now but try to get there next year but still excited to see all you guys on this upcoming weekend and i'm excited to talk about some dynasty trades to make right now so we do have some scenarios we didn't just randomly put together some trades it's not how we are okay it's not so let's start with nate in the first trade scenario so what is the trade scenario that you selected
2: yeah so i went with the Tear up trade target. So a player we want to tear up, um, you know, and from go ahead and move on from get a new, better player. How can we make that happen? How do we combine assets to improve a position? And looking at your wide receiver position, you know, we're always looking forward with the wide receiver position because we know that they last a long time. They have a lot of production ahead of them. You know, you can have a good wide receiver can have, you know, eight years of production, maybe a decade for like the better ones. So mm-hmm. how can we always stay on the right side of that curve? It's by selling the older wide receivers right around that production dip and just going and getting younger. So I'm talking about tearing up from Devonte Adams to T Higgins. Um, I think T Higgins is a good, uh, target right now a lot of people are kind of cooling off on t higgins and he's kind of dropping in a lot of people's perceptions a good guy to go over and acquire right now Devonte adams you might need to add a second round pick to him um, maybe even a 25 second you could get away with to get to t higgins because Devonte adams is going to have a lot of production this season we expect he's always had great production he isn't you know not on a new team but he has a new quarterback jimmy g and as Mike talked about in the last podcast, you know, if Jimmy G gets hurt, which he's only ever played one full season, so he has a history of getting hurt. The yeah. backup options are not good. And as good as Devontae Adams is, he's not going to be fancy productive with those backup options right now. Mike, who are the backups behind um, Jimmy G? Please remind me.
0: Brian Hoyer. No, I can't even talk. Brian Hoyer. And Aiden O'Connell. I tried to combine the two into <laughs> one just super inept backup quarterback.
2: That's that, That's the best they could hope for, honestly. I mean, uh, Brian Hoyer, you know, he can get the job done, I guess, but up still, not going to be what you want from Devonte Adams this year. Um, so best case scenario, you get a good season of Devonte Adams. But I think this is one of those cases of selling a year early rather than a year late. We're going to get six years younger with getting T Higgins, who's only twenty four years old. Devonte Adams turns thirty one this season. Let's move off of him, get younger, only cost maybe a 25-second to do this deal. We might lose a little bit of production this year, but we're setting up our team for success moving forward, churning over that wide receiver position.
0: You know, it's it's funny, too, because when we're talking about the Raiders and the backup quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater was just signed by the Lions this past week. So he was out there, and look, I know that he may be head case, but Carson Wentz is still out there, and he's a better backup right now than those guys also speaking of last podcast we were talking about the los angeles chargers um wide receiver room so i just want to go back uh pork band just shared a tweet with me while we're recording this and this is from nfl beat writers i think you follow them so the most surprising performer in chargers camp has been receiver john hightower and it has not (laughs) been really close Hightower entered this spring and summer as a relative afterthought in a loaded chargers receiver room that includes Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, and rookie first round pick Quentin Johnston. So
2: I love it. Former Boise State Bronco John Hightower, deep threat. Yes.
0: Yeah. Former former fifth round Eagles disappointment, John Hightower. Um, so Nate, I will tell you that I love this trade-up scenario. I absolutely love it. You're getting off an aging veteran who, you know, maybe he's like how. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was for a while where no matter the quarterback he's still productive enough but if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down productive enough is not going to be what you're paying to acquire a guy like Devontae Adams so give me T Higgins give me that 24 second Chev, tell me what you think here
1: yeah I mean Jimmy G has always proven to find a way to get injured Devontae Adams does not seem happy at all either I mean we've seen him be a little animated about how the team is moving forward and whatnot so that's a little worrisome i still think he's going to be an elite player this upcoming year with jimmy g i still think he can produce that but i I like t higgins in this trade as well i think you get a younger guy with a better quarterback and you know he's probably going to get signed with them a little bit longer as well so being along with joe burrow it's not a bad thing plus you don't have the same coverage as what devontae adams is going to get week in a week out because you have jamar chase so i think it opens up opportunities for higgins
0: it's true. It's a good point, chef. Um, so chef, let's actually move to you and what is your trade scenario that you chose?
1: Yeah. Uh, and the, the trade scenario I chose with that, I want to make right meow is a competitive trade targets. And the guy I chose was Deontay Johnson, who is wide receiver 29 in, in uh, DLF at this point. I, I like Deontay Johnson. I mean, he's a guy that sees so much targets That, you know, the production was a little bit down, didn't see 100 receptions, but he didn't see any touchdowns either. And if you give him a few touchdowns, he's way higher up the list from where he finished. He probably would have finished around wide receiver 18, wide receiver 16, somewhere around there this last upcoming year. And we know the production that he can bring. He's a guy that is heavily targeted. He's a guy that you should be looking to get. He's he's not one of those jump ball guys. He's a guy that is going to be consistently targeted week in and week out. One of the trades that I came up with was Deontay Johnson for Kadarius Tony, a second and a third. Kadarius Tony is a proven guy that has, I mean, he's not proven, I guess. He really hasn't done much. It's a yes, proven he's
0: disappointment. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's proven that he's going to be injured. And, you know, you give up a second and third. If you're competing, those are going to be late, not too worried about those picks. But you get a wide receiver that, you know, his value has dipped. He's behind even George Pickens at this point in value. So – which is crazy to me to think because I, I don't know. I just see Deontay Johnson being a little bit more consistent and an easier target for Pickett to hit up in in that offense. You know, I just don't trust Gideon Harris-Tony. I'd rather get the, the proven commodity in Deontay Johnson. And I even came up with T. Higgins for Deontay Johnson and Dalton Kincaid. Yes, you're losing T. Higgins, but you're getting another guy that gets 140 targets. Then you get a tight end that could be a top five target or a top five tight end in the league. So... I think that helps you a little bit, you know, maybe you're maybe losing to start off because T Higgins values is so good and you don't really know what you're getting with Dalton Kincaid to start off. But I think if you're putting yourself in a competitive team, you want to have more depth and more pieces that could be become a tight end one and also a wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two.
0: Chev, I love this. I love both trades. And um, so Deontay Johnson has 552 targets on his career. So he's averaging 138 targets a year which is really impressive and yeah he's only had one 1,000 yard season but another one with 923 another one with 882 he doesn't miss a lot of games either which is something else that that's really good to think about yeah it's weird why is George Fickens at him I actually think Deontay Johnson is the better football player Give me Deontay Johnson. I love this Chev. Nate, I'm sure you're probably going to agree with this. Yeah,
2: you all know where I am. I've been a huge fan of Deontay Johnson from back when we were arguing if it was gonna be Deontay Johnson or James Washington. That was an argument back in the day. And I got roasted for saying it's obviously gonna be Deontay Johnson. But here we are, still a value. People are undervaluing him. The the volume is just speaks for itself. Play a game based on box stores, gotta chase volume.
1: Pickett could be better this year. I expect him to be, better, be better and more comfortable. So that's that's yep. a plus for him as well.
0: Well, hey, uh, I will say this. At least James Washington is still in the NFL. He's a member he
2: of the New Orleans Saints. Yep. yep, I just cut him from one of my teams. <laughs> really, really deep league. I
0: was going to say, man, if he's still rostered, it's got to be a deep one. Um, so let's kick it over to me. The trade scenario that I picked was a tier down trade target for either running backs or wide receiver, and I went with a wide receiver. So um, I'm using DLF for everything ADP and their their trade analyzer value, just in case you're wondering, everything is based on a super flex PPR format, which is again the standard that we go with at the Dynasty Rewind, unless we tell you otherwise. So I am moving Stefan Diggs with his lofty value of 466.5 for Christian Kirk and a 24. 24- First, That total is 492.7. So maybe you have to throw a fourth on there or one of those quote unquote throw in players like a depth piece of James Washington, uh, something like that. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you why. And that is because I'm selling digs while I can. I think he's going to have a productive 2023 season when you're moving a player and you're tearing down like this, even though you're still tearing down to a wide receiver one and getting first round draft cap on top of it. You want to sell a player that's going to be productive. You can't expect to give garbage and get gold. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So he was wide receiver four in 2022. Hey, Christian Kirk was wide receiver 12. Their ADP though is just worlds apart, which is absolute insanity. So right now digs on DLF. He's wide receiver 14 and wide receiver 15 on keep trade cut. Right. So there's some pretty good parody there. And Christian Kirk on DLF is wide receiver 38 and wide Ooh. receiver 33 on keep trade cut. That is bonkers. Y'all be wilding, as someone else would say. So the value here is buying the dip on Christian Kirk because everyone's still thinking Calvin Ridley is going to eat up his targets. I've talked about that ad nauseum. I don't think it's going to happen. The Jaguars have plenty of vacated targets. There is no, no problems at all. Calvin Ridley is going to be fine. Christian Kirk's going to be fine. Buy the volume dip. I'm fine with moving an almost 30-year-old wide receiver, getting a few years younger for a potential wide receiver one, and picking up an additional first-round draft pick. I'm fine with yeah. that. Nate, Chev, agree, disagree? Talk to me.
2: You know, I, I think it's decent value here. I think if I'm a competing team, you know, Stefan Diggs, he has that week-to-week ability to win you a week when he goes mm-hmm. off for 40 points. And unless I have a really, really strong wide receiver core around him, I think I'm probably keeping him because he's most likely my wide receiver one on my yep. team for my, for my lineup. Um, so to move off of him personally, I would want a little bit more, but I do think this is fair value. Um, I think it's a nice package to get, especially this 24 first. If it's a mid first, I um, mean, we, we're sure it's not going to be a late one. You know, I do feel, you know, pretty decent with the value here.
0: All right. So Chev Nate said, I have a nice package. What are your thoughts here?
2: Yeah, I think the package is nice. I, I really
1: appreciate how big it is and how good it is with the, the first you're getting back. Um, yeah I I mean I do I like Christian Kirk I think he's really undervalued this upcoming year I think there's plenty of targets to go around there I do love Stefan Diggs this upcoming year I mean when you're getting paired with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow I mean those are guys that you want but I think you know Trevor Lawrence is is going to show up this year as well I mean he played decent last year I still think Diggs has potential but I don't know. I, I feel fine with the package, but like Nate said, maybe you could get a little bit more for, for Stefan mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine with the package. I think, it, I think it's decent or good value at this point, especially with him being 30 this upcoming year. Yeah.
0: When I, when I put this one together, I'm trying to, you know, just looking at where these guys finished last year. I was also mm-hmm. trying to project somebody um, that I thought had a chance to realistically finish close to where they were again. Mm-hmm. Um, last season. So that was part of it that I put into it. And now we're going to put in a word from our sponsors. Be
1: right back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
2: quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience
1: that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: All right. Welcome back, everybody. And now we're going to kick it to Nate for his second trade scenario. Nate, what do you got for us?
2: Yeah, I picked a buy low. uh, Some of the target right now because their value is going up and I want to pay for it now, get the value and reap the reward, and that's Amari Cooper, um, another wide receiver who is just constantly undervalued for the production that he gives you year to year. Um, Over the past five seasons, he has been a top 25 wide receiver in points per game every single season. And uh, over his eight-year career, he's only not done that one time. Hmm. Uh, He has been consistently a top wide receiver in fantasy football, Um, love his ability to just create points. Week in and week out. Did it last year with Jacoby Brissett. He did it with a uh, Deshaun Watson who was very rusty and did not look very good. This year, sounds like they're going to have a much more open offense. They're going to be passing the ball a lot more. Um, 11 personnel seems to be their base personnel this year. So they're going to have a lot of three wide sets, going to be passing heavy. Not going to be the same ground and pound rounds we've seen for the past couple years. Amari Cooper is the clear wide receiver one there. I know Elijah Moore is there. He came in the offseason, but I'm not worried about him. Uh, Peoples Jones like him a, a good bit, but Amari Cooper is the bona fide wide receiver one here for a quarterback that is really, really talented. And Amari Cooper, I expect him to once again, you know, have a top 20 season, um, with the potential to be a wide receiver one if Deshaun Watson, you know, looks anything like he was the quarterback, um, you know, years before. If that's the same quarterback that we're saving for the Browns, there's a chance that Amari Cooper is a top 12 wide receiver. Getting him. Right now, for a late 24 first, if you're a competing team, I think is a great deal to push you over the edge. Another trade I would make, if you want to go across position, this is where the true value lies. Cam Akers, James Cook, Zach Charbonnet, those guys who kind of have that value somewhere between a late first and early second. Mm -hmm. Those guys, if you have running back depth, you can move those for Amari Cooper So someone who does need some running backs and may have some wide receiver depth. It's a nice trade to make there. It helps out both teams. And Amari Cooper, I think, is just such a good value for the production he's going to give you over the next two, three-year window.
0: My only question is, you know, when you're talking about buy low, I mean, a, a first-round pick, I don't think a lot of people would equate with a buy low. Or are you just saying that you think he's going to absolutely, you know, just blow out that cost of a late first-round pick? Like, he'll be worth more than that? He'll yeah, I
2: think, you know, once we get into the season, people, you know, if, if you're like, hey, I want Amari Cooper off your team, you're going to be asking for a lot more than okay. a late – 24 first. And a late 24 first is the ceiling of what I pay for Amari Cooper. You know, I like those running backs I mentioned. You might be able to get him with an early second if someone really knows that your second round pick is going to be early, but I'd be willing to pay up to a 24 late first if that's, you know, I'm a competing team and I need that to push me over the edge. I think just the value for production and the value for production over the next couple of years is so strong with Amari Cooper right now that, you know, he's being really overlooked.
0: All right. Then if that's the case, I'm on board with that fully. Uh, Chev, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I like Amari Cooper for this upcoming year. I think Deshaun Watson is another guy that you could buy low for. I mean, he's a guy that has top five talent at QB when he is playing football. I mean, we haven't, the guy hasn't played football in so stinking long. He's had so much other stuff to worry about. I mean, not great, but I think he has a lot of talent. And he has a lot left to prove as well. I think he, I think he has a good year this upcoming year, and he's somebody that, you know, if you, can buy him now great because i don't know if you're gonna be able to after this upcoming season
0: yeah good point uh chev let's kick it right back to you then which trade scenario did you pick for your last one
1: yeah the last one that i picked was sell high trade target running back or wide receiver and the guy i went with is travis Etienne. um i just think there's a lot of other players out there that could have a bigger role in their offense like ramondre stevenson or Najee harris Uh, Looking at DLF, you can get Ramondre Stevenson or Najee Harris in a second for ETN and a third. I think both of those guys are only one year older than ETN at this point. ETN is going to be battling with Tank Bigsby, who has gotten a lot of hype this upcoming uh, offseason. So good on you, Nate, for calling that one. We'll see what happens in the season. But, you know, I think there's just a lot of other pieces in Jacksonville. Travis – or Travis – Trevor Lawrence – who is going to have to throw the ball around and get these guys involved in, you know, and the AFC is going to be tough this year. The AFC is absolutely stacked. There's going to be a lot of throwing of the football going on this upcoming year. Really like what the Jaguars have done. And I think they're going to throw the football a good amount. I know ETN is there. I know they have tank Bigsby, but I trust Ramondre Stevenson and Najee Harris who are just bigger pieces in their offense. At this point, in my opinion, we, we seen ETN last season. He had nine weeks outside of RB two weeks, he had five weeks outside of RB44. So that's a little bit concerning for me. I, I know he he's a stud. He's a young stud. He's a guy that we all liked coming out of Clemson. He broke a lot of records there. But I think now is the time to get out of Travis Etienne and get into Ramondre Stevenson or Najee Harrison the second.
0: Look, Doug Peterson didn't draft Etienne. He drafted his guy in Tank Bigsby. Um, so I'm sure... Yeah, I agree with this, just aside from that perspective Mm -hmm. me just joking around there. I love this. Honestly, Ramondre, Najee, these guys, they're going to get the full workload. Love this. Absolutely love the value here, Nate.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, Travis Etienne is a guy that I'm ready to move off of, um, Mm -hmm. especially because of the value right now. I don't dislike the player, but I don't like the value right now. Currently running back seven on keep trade cut. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's some high expectations. To be fair, the running back landscape right now is a mess and there's not just really faster. too many people that I want after like the top 3 or 4, mm-hmm. but uh Travis Etienne, you know, he doesn't he hasn't had the production to really sit at that RB7 mold. Yeah. Um you know, he's above guys like Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, I know who are a bit older, but we've seen the production with those guys, Travis Etienne we haven't seen it. So I think he's just a little overvalued right now. Um still mm-hmm. has plenty of, you know, potential and time ahead of him. He's still young. But RB7, a little rich for me, be willing to move off them. Yeah,
0: Yeah. especially when you consider like, hey, people were being called crazy for going zero RB a few years ago, and now the NFL is going zero RB. So (laughs) we've been telling you to build around wide receivers for a while, and hopefully you've been listening. Um, So let's go to my last trade scenario. I went with a rebuilding trade target. You know I'm going to take the only tight end option on this show sheet. That's what I'm going to do. Here's the trade I came up with. So I'm trying to come up with a realistic scenario for a rebuilding team. So I did more than just come up with a trade. I'm trying to put myself in a rebuilding roster. Here's what I got going on. I'm rebuilding. I have, for some reason, Darren Waller, who his value, Superflex, 12-team, PPR, non-tight-end premium, is 91.1. and I'm getting... Irv Smith Jr., that's right, it's happening. Shake your head, all you want, boys, and two third-round draft picks. Now, if you're just trading these draft picks straight up for Irv Smith Jr., you might be able to do a single third or two fourths. Before you guys shake your head, hear me out. He's not exciting at all, and he is underwhelmed massively in his career. But really selling me right now, man. hey i am the master snake oil salesman but your signing in Cincinnati went largely unnoticed in fact i had no clue where he even was and then when i found out i was hella excited as they like to say his only tight end competition as a receiver receiving tight end is mitchell wilcox who's currently on the pup who last year posted a meager 17 for 135 and one last year cincinnati's top two tight end targets which was hayden hurst and Mitchell Wilcox posted a combined 69 catches for 553 yards and three touchdowns on 86 targets. So even though the Cincinnati Bengals have Tyler Boyd in the slot, they have T Higgins, they have Jamar chase. They still target the tight end. Irv Smith is the undisputed tight end one there. So to me, this is a cheap way to get a young starting tight end to your lineup. That is part of a very productive offense. You're rebuilding. Pardon me. I'm so excited. I can't talk. You're rebuilding. So you need starters and you should also always have some tight ends on your taxi squad. Regardless, he's young. He may not be sexy. He's got a hella sick neck tattoo. Get Irv Smith (laughs) on your roster right now. You know what, Nate, you are really emphatically shaking your head. No. So tell me, what are you thinking?
2: You know, I heard Irv Smith had a good training camp. Um, if if you want to trade away a, a, a third or a fourth for Irv Smith, I don't mind that. That's fine. Um, but Mike, this this trade you came up with this is this is terrible. You're rebuilding, man. <laughs> te- no, if you're rebuilding and you have Darren Waller, then you're waiting until he puts up you know three top five performances over the first couple of weeks, and you're trading him for a late first or maybe two seconds. He's a tight
0: end um, nine, man. Right now, he's uh, tight end nine. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's not a sell right hand now.
2: Hand. He's a hold. He's a hold, Mike. Come on. The production's coming with Darren Waller, and you got to get up before the injury, but you got to sell um, when the production is there. Uh, I, I don't like this deal, even for a rebuilding team. You know, no. I mean, I, I want better draft capital. I, Earth myth isn't that that exciting for me. But if you just want to go trade away a third or fourth for Earth, I'll let you do your thing. But I don't like this trade, Mike. I don't like this trade,
0: <laughs> but you like the concept of Irv Smith on a rebuilding team because you're no. starting tight end. Okay, great. Right, Chef. You know what? Talk some sense into me, please.
1: Yeah, I'm a big neck tattoo guy, but it's not. It's a no go for neck me t- with Irv Smith. Point per neck tattoo.
0: <laughs> I want. I want the rewind logo neck tattoo.
1: Oh, by next week. there we go. That'd be fire. But I think if you're gonna trade Darren Waller away, I think you can get way better value at this yep. point. I think. You can even trade him for some of these rookie guys at this point because all the hype that's been going around. I mean, some can say he could be the wide receiver two or wide receiver three this upcoming year. And I would not bat an eye. I think that offense needs somebody that is going to be consistent, somebody that they can throw to and somebody that is just open and can make big plays. And I think Darren Waller can be that guy in that offense. The wide receiver room isn't great there. There's some guys there, but they've struggled to stay healthy at this point. So a little worrisome. I am not on the Earthsmith train. If you want to sell a third or fourth, hey, go get them. I just think, I, I, I just think it's not the move for me. If you're rebuilding and you need to find a, a guy, you yeah, know, go for it. But, but if you're
2: rebuilding, do you really need to find a guy?
1: You don't need to find a tight end like that.
2: You don't need to find a tight end. Don't <laughs> need. Don't need to start a tight end. Well,
0: you have to like fill out your starting lineup.
2: Start um, one of those guys down in Miami.
0: No, don't do that. You might get negative points if you do that.
2: That's what you're trying to do, right? Yeah, trying to lose.
0: (laughs) You know, even when I'm rebuilding, I'm I'm not trying. I still want to win, man. It's hard for me to just you know, I try to put the best lineup out there whenever I can. It's it's really hard for me to just say, I don't care, I want to put in a bad lineup. It's just it's hard. It really is. And you know, somehow
2: still do though. (sighs) Jeez.
0: Okay, you get this. (laughs) <laughs> injuries and bye weeks happen nate <laughs> okay um. anyway if you struggle with dynasty startups like apparently i do and you have had a startup draft or two that you're not proud of look we all have And now you can learn what strategies and mindsets lead to a successful dynasty startup and what common mistakes to avoid along the way with our New Dynasty Rewind Dynasty Startup Draft Guide. Our very own Bob Van Duzer shares his insights on how he attacks the startup drafts from before the draft even starts to when the draft is over and done with by diving into over 30 strategies and mistakes to avoid spread over 38 be- beautiful pages of content brought to you to life by our very own Sean Fournet. Let's go up for Sean. So get your copy today at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind and dominate your next dynasty startup draft. Other great stuff there. You got a um you got our rookie draft guide there. Get your roster reviewed. You can we do even just a rookie draft consultation. Yeah. All sorts of good stuff. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna head on out. You're gonna head on over to SeatGeek. You're gonna get tickets to whatever you want to get tickets to. Use promo code Dynasty Rewind for twenty dollars off first ticket purchase. Then you're gonna head on over to Underdog your very first deposit up to 100 you're going to use the promo code rewind and get a 100 match on that very first deposit and you're going to love it because you're going to see me you're going to see chef you're going to see nate you're going to see bob in canton ohio don't forget pork band's going to be there too so until next time everybody for chef and nate and inner smith until next time everyone your host michael bauer be kind please rewind get that rewind logo neck tatted on Free sticker if you get a Dinosaur Rewind neck tattoo.